one to Dozier. There it was, and a fly ball hit the center. Back, Grisham, warning track, Dozier's gone deep. That's the eighth home run hit by Washington today. Matches their franchise record, which was set against these Brewers on that fateful day. Yeah, 13 to nothing going into the bottom of the third inning for the Brewers in uh, Washington yesterday in a loss that is best forgotten. Joining us live on Brewers 360, as he does every Monday morning, the uh, Journal Sentinels and Steam Brewers beat writer Tom Hardercourt. Good morning, Tom. Hey, guys. So is it bad pitching, bad atmospherics, or a combo platter yesterday in uh, D.C.? <laughs> Man, you figure that series out for me, Gene. Two to one on Friday night. Who were those two teams that played that night? <laughs> really? Then, just uh, got crazy Saturday night and Sunday was just a rout. Yeah, 15 14 uh, Saturday, then, uh, then 16 8. So the Brewers give up two runs on Friday and then 30 runs on Saturday and Sunday. And I forget how many home runs. 12, I think. I think four in the Saturday game and eight yesterday. And, you know, we're. It's home run derby every day in Major League Baseball now. As you look at the box scores and watch the highlights, it's just all they do is show one home run after another. Um, but, you know, you got to find some type of middle ground. Uh, 30 runs is too much to give up in two games. It's amazing, you know, that they split. Usually if you give up 30 runs in two games, you're not winning either one. And um, so they got to figure that out. You know, they're starting pitching. It's sort of stabilized after all the injuries. And then uh, Jordan Lyles and Chase Anderson, two bad ones in a row. Um, 13, as you mentioned, 13 nothing in the third inning. We, we wondered Saturday night if any lead was safe, but I was pretty sure 13 to nothing was. <laughs> Tom, how do you feel about where baseball is from an offensive perspective right now? Is it good for the game that we're seeing all these home runs? Well, any comment I make on that makes me sound like an old coot, and, and that's because I'm an old coot. <laughs> but I, I don't know if people are enjoying just watching guys jog around the bases and just watching home run derby. I, I do know that um, at the All-Star break every year, the home run derby telecast on Monday outdraws the actual game the next night as far as national audience. So maybe this is what they want. But, man, it's making them go through some pitchers, you know? And, I mean, I don't know how the pitchers are going to survive this era. (laughs) Exactly. And how do you manage a rotation, much less a bullpen, when you're chewing through uh, pitchers the way these guys do? Do you think the game is overmanaged compared to what it was maybe 10, 15 years ago? I think there's so much information now that they're using, Gene, that that it's hard for it not to be overmanaged. They're just using so much information, the analytics. I mean, you look at what the information they're getting on a daily basis. Every player scouted 10 ways to Tuesday, so there's no secrets there. But, um, yeah, it's just uh, sometimes it's like calculus class instead of uh, baseball, and, and I didn't really do well in calculus class. Neither did I, Tom. I don't think anybody did. <laughs> Tom Hodgecourt of the Journal Sentinel joins us here on Wisconsin's Morning News. What do you make of Josh Hader's performance on Saturday night? He blows another save and then works out of a jam. Where's he at right now? Yeah, he went. Uh, he stayed in a slump and got out of it all in the same inning. <laughs> I mean, I tell you one thing: that 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 striking out those three guys with the bases loaded after they had tied the game. And you look at the three hitters that he struck out to their best guys. You know, they're they're hoping that turns him back around. He looks like his old self again. Yes, he gave up a run that tied the game, but 
I mean, he he avoided sure defeat. I mean, I don't know what the I don't know what the percentages are uh, over time of getting out of bases loaded, no out jams, but I'm guessing it's low. <laughs> and, and he did it. That was an incredible game. Just an incredible game. If that would have been a playoff game or a nationally televised game or like a Sunday night baseball something, we'd be talking about it for years. Yeah, easily. That was an instant classic we saw. And, uh, Tom, I mean, you wrote a very nice piece. I thought you took apart Josh Hader's uh, situation quite nicely and put it back together again, just in terms of what his issue is of late, the fact that uh, he's leaning on the fastball, he's not throwing the slider for strikes, and guys are just digging in and waiting for the heat and hoping he misses. Yeah, you can't make a mistake because when he does, it usually gets hit out. <laughs> you know, that was an unusual game uh, Saturday night in that he gave up a walk, a double, and a single. You know, it's usually home run or bust against him. And so uh, that was the unusual in itself, just how they loaded the bases. Um, yeah, he, he's very he's become very predictable. But you can be a little, you know, everybody knew um, that Mariano Rivera was going to throw a cutter, and everybody knew that Trevor Hoffman was going to throw a changeup. But they always put it where they wanted it, and you just can't do anything with it. It's not the fact that Josh Hader throws many fastballs. It's that he makes so many mistakes with it. So if you're going to be predictable, you you have no margin for error, and he just you know he can't throw them down the middle. If you look at the home run, because if they're always down the middle, it's not like they're hitting great pitches on the corner or up high or in the dirt. They're right down the middle. Tom, the other unique thing that happened over the weekend is Christian Yelich hits numbers 40 and 41. He gets into that exclusive 40 home run, 20 stolen base club. Just how unique and rare is that for Yelly? <laughs> well, he he's just unbelievable. So we now know a bad slump for him is one for 15. That's what he was. <laughs> you know, a bad slump for most guys goes on for weeks. His goes on for three days, and then he gets comes out of it. So... It's incredible to watch. Um, he, he's just a special player. You know, we, we're watching just a superstar player born before our very eyes. He's doing just as good or better as he did last year when he was MVP. So uh, he's an amazing player, just an absolutely amazing player. Making uh, David Stearns look like a genius with every at-bat. Tom Hyde recorded the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel Brewers beat writer. We'll do it again next Monday morning, sir. Thank you so much. Okay, you guys have a good week.